Well, hello there, legends. Uh, it's been it's been a little while, uh, for which I can only apologise. Uh, welcome to episode fifty eight of FPL Face Off, the podcast where usually people, uh, two or more, uh, compete and face off in the world of fantasy Premier League. Uh, my name is Fitz, and I'm flying solo this week uh, because. Frankly, I I wanted to apologise. It has been quite some time since we last recorded a podcast. Um, I had a little look through and last we spoke would have been uh, game week 24, looking ahead to game week 25. Uh, And as I record this, um, just after the football last night, uh, just after Monday night football, I should say, where Leicester and Everton drew two all, we're in the midst of game week 34, double game week 34. So a lot has happened. And once again, I can only apologise that it's been so long. Um, I and we never really intended to have such a kind of elongated break. But um, it's been tricky, I think, to kind of get the rhythm going uh, since the World Cup, if I'm honest. We were we were kind of ticking along very nicely. And uh, I'm sure you will agree the podcasts were... Uh, hopefully good and entertaining and where we are now is uh, as I say we're kind of at the business end of the season and it's been a little while since since we last spoke so as much as anything today is me giving you a bit of an update as to kind of how my season's going how the boys uh, Jim and producer Glenn and uh, once of this parish Tom are kind of getting on and of course, as always, would love to hear from you and uh, see how things are going. So, as I say, a little recap in terms of kind of where where I'm at now. So, you may recall that, uh, no real way of sugarcoating this, you may recall that this is far and away uh, the best FPL season I've had in a very long time, if not ever. Uh, at the World Cup stage, I was languishing uh pretty pretty far down the pack um in terms of kind of where i i wanted to be so i think game week 16 was when we had the break if memory serves i was at 309k in the world in game week 23 managed to claw myself into the top 10k and got up to 8378 then have had then following that i had a, a series of kind of red arrows but fortunately, my rank has kind of held pretty firm. Uh, I, I did go as low as 32k, um, which, you know, if, if you'd said to me at the start of the season, you will be in game week 33 and you will be at 33, 32k in the world. I would have absolutely snapped your hand off. And currently in the midst of 34, my current rank is 20,234 points. However, I've played my free hit this week, and so I'm kind of hoping that that will tip over to certainly triple figures is is the minimum aim, really, because I've got hopefully 11 players to play. And I say hopefully because, um, well, I'll tell you my free hit team, shall I, ladies and gents? So lots of tinkering. And following Kevin De Bruyne's masterclass against Arsenal, I thought, wow, I've got to have him in. And that proved pretty quickly to be a a bit of an error uh, because 
while I've got a stacked team, I'll run through it for you. So I've got Steele in goal, uh, clean clean sheet in the first game, United to come, so hopefully no more clean sheets. Uh, Trent with an assist, uh, Stones, Estupinan, Shaw. And in the midfield, I've got Rashford, Matoma, De Bruyne, Salah, Bruno, Fernandes and Haaland. Uh, and as I say, De Bruyne didn't play. I'm very much hopeful that he plays against West Ham. Uh, will that be a risk if he's kind of carrying an injury? Will they risk him? My gut says probably not, which is a real shame because I put Bueno um, as my first sub, thinking ah they'll do all right. Wolves Wolves will be fine against Brighton, and um, they might kind of keep a clean sheet till sixty minutes. Bueno will go off, but uh, but no, uh, Brighton beat them six nil and. I got very lucky, really, with the number of kind of assets of Brighton who got involved with those goals. Uh, obviously, Danny Welbeck and CISO, who was another person I was looking at on my free hit. Um, and CISO and uh, Alvarez were the two that I kind of really wanted to get in. And had I not gone for De Bruyne, then I could have got Alvarez, but, uh, but never mind. And I would have had someone else who... I'll be fair, I probably would have gone with uh, a Brighton midfielder, would have likely gone with Solly March or, or McAllister, neither of whom kind of played uh, certainly the full 90 and yeah, we are where we are. So yeah, my free hit team as it stands uh, in game week 34, uh, 69 points. But as I say, I've got hopefully 11 players if De Bruyne um is De Bruyne doesn't seem to be flagged on the FPL site. So, as I say, hopefully, all being well, he will uh, kind of come back in and hopefully absolutely storm it because it's it's been a pretty good week so far. I'm very, very happy to kind of be where I'm at, you know, 20k. Uh, I think from memory, I was looking at live FPL and, and I think I'm about 18 points from top 10k. Uh, so you know, gotta gotta obviously be be very happy with that. So it's possible that I could kind of claw myself back in. Um, obviously, Brighton defenders. I'm kind of hoping blank, but you'd hope that Liverpool could potentially keep a clean sheet against a, a weakened Fulham team. Mo Salah, I put him in for his explosiveness, and yes, he did get a goal, but not a lot else. Uh, so hopefully, that will kind of come in. The Brighton United game is is where a large number of my points are hopefully going to come from. I would love Bruno and um, Rashford to to do the business there. And then, you know, Stones, you'd think West Ham would hopefully uh, not be able to score against them. But that said, they have been a bit shaky at the back, City. And uh, at one point, it was looking like I was going to go for Edison, which, you know, Harry Hindsight's a wonderful thing, but I'm very, very pleased that I didn't go for him having conceded a goal and got a yellow card as well. So not a good uh, not a good pick, unfortunately, old Edison. And I think that is a lesson for us all. He he, he does seem to troll uh, us very much as kind of FPL players, does Edison. So yeah, I would strongly advise avoiding. But yeah, lots lots still to happen. Um, it's all kind of looking pretty good in, in mini leagues. There is one league... Uh, to rule them all in terms of my personal situation. And that is something of an elite league whereby uh, a few of us put in 20 quid at the start of the season. And as it stands, I'm, I'm top of that league and, and indeed have been top for 
a number of weeks. So I'm very, very much hoping that I can kind of keep that up. If we look ahead to the team that I'm now kind of picking, my my um, free hit team looks wonderful in comparison, uh, as is as is always the way. But got De Gea in goal, double Newcastle defence of Trippier and Botman against Arsenal. Very likely that one uh, of those, possibly both, but certainly one will be benched. Got Lewis Dunk uh, against Everton, fingers crossed there. Uh, Solly March. Currently on my bench, actually, because I've got Martinelli, Saka, Madison, Salah, Watkins, Solanke, and, of course, Erling, perma-captain Haaland. Uh, other players in the squad there, Rea on the bench, uh, March, Chilwell and Zinchenko. So it's a bit of a tricky one, really, because I put in double Arsenal based on the teams immediately below me in my mini league and you know Arsenal have kind of gone off the boil a little bit I I think that most Arsenal fans have probably accepted now that they may have blown their chance you know as a Man United fan who doesn't want City to a win the treble and b uh, get three titles in a row I would love for City to kind of drop points but as we know, they are something of a juggernaut. So it's going to be really difficult for anyone, I think, to kind of get near them, to be honest. And like I say, I think with Arsenal, I feel like their concentration, their um, I feel like their belief has probably gone uh, based on the loss to them and you know the results they've had, where they let two goal lead two goal leads slip twice in a row. Um, which obviously is is not good. Southampton, West Ham, I think, or, uh, if memory serves correctly. So yeah, tricky tricky situation if you are uh, an Arsenal fan and as an FPL kind of manager, I've got triple Arsenal. Uh, Zinchenko has done very very little for me since I brought him in, and uh, Martinelli and Saka. I've had the odd kind of the odd points, but nothing in comparison to what you would want. So looking at Saka's kind of last few game weeks, for example, uh, he got 13 points against Southampton, which is good. Um, 18 points against Crystal Palace. I'm going to throw it out there and say that that is the week I brought him in after that. And that has been followed by uh, 1 point, 1 point, 0 point, 13 points, 2 points. So not great. And when you consider that, you know, you've got Bruno Fernandes uh, really making Man United tick at the moment. I haven't even got Rashford in there because, you know, I had to get rid of my United assets in order to allow me to free hit this week. Uh, in the league, I mentioned the elite league. Uh, I was really umming and ahhing about that free hit in 32, which lots and lots of people did. Um, because they had kind of triple Brighton, triple City, uh, triple United in some cases. And and so I manoeuvred myself in such a way, knowing that I would likely lose a little bit of ground, which I did, as as we touched on earlier, you know, 32, 33, I was was down to kind of 32k. Um, But the whole reason for that was to allow me to attack game week 34, which I have done. And as I say, so far, so good. And the top score in the kind of elite league, as I'm going to call it, because uh, that's what it's called, uh, top score in the elite league with the free hit was 80. 
and you know I'm on 69 already with 11 to to go so I would certainly hope that I'm going to be able to beat that and therefore it will kind of make the uh, free hit I guess worthwhile Uh, in terms of what I did actually get in game week 32 it wasn't too bad it was 48 points but um, you know it, it could have been better that was with only 11 players, Harlan Chilwell, March and De Gea on the bench. But Madison didn't play in that one and Zinchenko did play, but got um, zero points because uh, they drew three all with Southampton. So effectively, I had nine players, uh, Raya, Trippier, me and Botman, uh, all getting two each, as did Solanke and Watkins. So to be honest... Salah captain, Martinelli and Saka absolutely saved me there. Otherwise, I'd have been in a, a world of pain. But as I say, fingers crossed we're in a situation or I'm in a situation, I should say, where the things are looking good for game week 34. And then really, it's an unusual position. You know, I've I've never been ranked this high at this stage of the season, certainly as far as I can remember. So... Certainly while I've been taking the game kind of semi-seriously, I suppose. And when I'm in this position, you know, it's it's tricky. Or when you're in this position, it's tricky because A, you've got to kind of make sure that if you want to win your mini leagues, you don't get uh, complacent and you don't kind of make mistakes and you don't go too wildly differential because you need to... As as I looked at the teams below me, I I went for Saka and Martinelli partly because they're good assets, of course, but but also partly because a lot of the teams below me and in and around me had them, and so if I had them, I'm kind of I guess securing myself and making sure that if they do get points, then at least they don't overtake me. So I've kind of changed tact in the last few weeks and. You could argue that that hasn't necessarily helped based on Zachary Martinelli's performance, but it is what it is and, and we are where we are. So, yeah, I'm I'm now looking ahead. And in terms of players that are on my watch list, it's, as mentioned, business end now. You know, we're moving into 35. We've only got four more game weeks to go and Brighton have got uh, two doubles still to come. Uh, 36 and 37, I think. In fact, let me just double check that. Um, Yeah, so Brighton, of course, have got uh, 36 and 37. Not the easiest of doubles. Uh, They've got Arsenal and Newcastle both away. Then they've got Southampton and Man City both at home in 37. So I do want extra Brighton coverage, but, you know, it's it's not the easiest games for, for them, for sure. So... I need to think about what I want. Um, I definitely am looking at Rashford and Bruno. Uh, Rashford and Bruno both looking fantastic. And they've also got a pretty good run. We've got West Ham on Sunday, I want to say. Then Wolves, then Bournemouth and Chelsea and then Fulham. So I absolutely want my United assets back. And I just need to kind of work out what to do and whether to jump in with a minus four straight away which I've got to be honest is my temptation my current kind of thought process if you like I've got one free transfer um Madison and Saka are probably the two that I'm likely to sacrifice uh unfortunately I don't think funds will allow me I'm just going to double check here if you would allow me ladies and gents um 
I don't think funds will allow me to go straight to Bruno and yeah, they won't. I'm 0.2 million away from uh, Saka and Madison to Rashford and Bruno Fernandes. So that's really, really painful. That's going to be a tricky kind of dilemma to to work out what to do with. I still only have the one City asset. So of course I need to look at City assets. Um, Watkins has been in pretty poor form for a while. I'm lucky that I caught most of his good streak. But again, where we are now, uh, you know, they've, his, he got a 16 point haul against Newcastle. Um, but otherwise it's literally been blanks. He's got two points in each of his last three games. And their fixtures, Wolves, Spurs, Liverpool, Brighton, not the easiest. You know, Wolves have been pretty resurgent. Spurs, are, who knows Who knows what, what you're going to get when you come up against Spurs. But he's 7.6 million. And, you know, if I was to downgrade him to, say, Alvarez, might miss out on some of the minutes. But Alvarez will get minutes, I think, as they're... They've still got the FA Cup. They've still got the Champions League to play. So I do feel like Haaland will get rested at some point and he is a very good replacement. Um, So, yeah, you know, if I take a minus eight or I wait a week, I can potentially get Rashford in. I can get... um, uh, Chances are I'll probably get Rashford in this week and hope Bruno doesn't go off. And then... Next week, I'll take a minus four and, as I say, get in Bruno and probably get in someone like Alvarez. Again, it does mean I'm missing out on those Brighton assets uh, bar Solly March, but we'll just have to... You can't win them all. You can't have everyone in your team, as uh, as I'm sure you are all aware. Uh, you'll notice that I have neglected to mention one team who do have doubles coming up. Uh, and that is Chelsea. Chelsea have got a double in 37. A couple of reasons I've ignored them. Number one, uh, they're playing Man City away and Man United away. And number two, have you seen Chelsea? What an absolute mess they are. Um, very difficult to argue that they are in a better position uh, than they would be had they not kind of stuck with Graham Potter. But it's you know it's difficult for me to have too much empathy uh, or sympathy for Chelsea fans. Because um, I'm obviously a Man United fan myself, but I do feel for I do feel for them. They're they're in a bit of a mess, and therefore they're certainly not anyone you would look at from an FPL point of view. Uh, I think Reese James is out for for the rest of the season, and he's one that that perhaps you you would look at. So yeah, all a bit of a mess for them, and uh, yeah, I do as, as mentioned, I do kind of feel for them, but uh, but not too much, of course. So just time in this little recap um, slash monologue for us to have a look at the standings in the uh, FPL Faceoff League, of course. So uh, Jim Timms is currently in 85th position in FPL Faceoff League. His rank, uh, his overall rank is 1.6 million. I think I might have that wrong with producer Glenn actually um, so uh, Jim's overall uh, rank is 2.1 million and he's in 85th position uh, then in 77th you've got Glenn uh, with 1.6 million as his uh, kind of overall rank Tom Glover once of this parish don't forget Tom was ranked uh, over 4 million uh, when we 
kind of came back from the World Cup. Game week 18, he was 4.2 million, I want to say. Um, he is now 38th in the FBL Faceoff League and at 249k. Uh, so, yeah, doing very, very well. It was as as recent as two or three game weeks ago where he messaged me to say uh, he only needs to make up uh, 20 points each game week uh, to catch me up. Uh, I think that as I had to do last year and accept that that I wasn't going to catch him, I think he's probably got to accept that he isn't going to catch me this time. Um, my overall rank, uh, so I'm at 20k and I'm third in the FPL face-off league. Uh, the team above me is not on a free hit, but does have uh, eight players still to play. And the team in first place has... I think 10 players, if uh, but he did have a minus eight, so that's good news. Um, he's got 10 players to go, uh, but as I say, it's all it's all shaping up quite interestingly, and there is but... Uh, so he's at... Sorry, bear with me just one sec. Uh, so he is 30... So 23 points ahead of me. So 23 points ahead. That is definitely, definitely catch-upable. And we will see kind of where we are, I guess. In terms of the podcast, our hope is absolutely to kind of get back and keep things uh, kind of moving for you. We'd love to hear from you on Twitter at FPL Faceoff, uh, how you're getting on, what you'd like to kind of hear from the pod. And as I say, for now, just wanted to kind of give you all a little bit of an update. Lovely to hear um, from you, uh, or I'm hoping lovely to hear from me. Uh, it's it's uh, It's been a pleasure and yeah, I hope your arrows are green. Hope your season's going really well and hopefully we'll hear you again very, or speak to you again very, very soon. Laters. <laughs>